there it is april 8th and you're listening to the jersey tuck podcast this evening we have four of us here just missing josh he is uh he's doing some studying this evening but hello tyrell fred and mitch how's it going guys what up uh, make sure you doing doing good make sure you guys all the listeners <laughs> out there follow the podcast uh, if you haven't done so already, I'm guessing you're consuming it on one of the platforms. So much appreciated. Subscribe on YouTube and send us a tweet if you can at the Jersey Talk on Twitter. Because, like I say, in uh, whenever I plug the Twitter, you'll guarantee you yourself a spot on the show if you tweet. We haven't got one yet. Maybe someday we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Um, we haven't been here for uh, almost, uh, I guess, a week and a bit. Uh, since our last podcast we took a little break but we are back uh, we did drop some content in the meantime so make sure you go check out those those cdp videos did a little mailbag video as well and uh more coming down the content pipeline we actually have something coming up with uh, nba top shot three of us have secured a uh a series two pre-order and uh, we'll be getting together to film a video with that should be exciting are you guys excited to open your first top shot pack hell yeah hell yeah you looking for anything in particular um anything houston rockets i think i'd be happy with maybe maybe you know one of those uh little purple rare ones would be would be nice what if what if you pulled an eric gordon I mean, he's probably going to get traded soon, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> might be worth something in the future. True. You looking for anything specific, Fred? Any Raptor would be cool, man. Yeah. To be honest, I'm not even sure which ones they uh, they have of the Raptors. To be honest, I'm sure there's a Van Vliet. Like any big ones. Siakam. Van Vliet Lowry. would be awesome, or Siakam. Yeah. Yeah, Van Vliet would be good. So, um, yeah, we got those new CDP videos, but let's just jump right into it. Uh, we got some fun topics this week. First, we're going to talk about a really strange and wacky one. Uh, ESPN has canned Paul Pierce. He's done. <laughs> I can't remember exactly how long he's been a part of the network. In my humble opinion, he was never that great of an analyst. Um, just one of those guys there that probably is there for hot takes which makes sense, I guess. Uh, that's how a lot of sports television works. But he got canned. And did any of you guys see why he got canned from ESPN? <laughs> I did. I, I, I seen one of the reads. I don't know if there's any more Because he, he has too much swag. <laughs> too much swag. He can't, if the guy's popping, having a good time on Instagram, we can't hate on him for that. <laughs> Apparently ESPN can. <laughs> hey, man. He got twerking girls all over him. He even <laughs> flaunted. He, he was the one who probably made that top 25 of the 25 
who yeah. this that they just released. Yeah. <laughs> that had like Lamella Ball number three. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's something else. And he played what, like half a season. Mm. Uh yeah, so what happened was Paul Pierce went live in a series of videos, from what I understand. Uh essentially him and his boys playing some poker, you know, on a Friday night. Uh on his day off. And uh, you got scantily clad women everywhere uh, twerking and, you know, rubbing up against everyone that's playing some poker. And uh, bye-bye, Paul Pierce. I did it for him. ESPN or anti-fun. Anti-swag. Anti-fun. I don't know if there's any more videos, but the one I watched was him just, like, awkwardly kind of, like, dad holding the camera right. while like a stripper <laughs> twerked in the background and someone was throwing like poker chips at her yeah it, it looked like a shed party like aside from the part that it was just like you know it was obviously in a very nice house and stuff like that it just looked like he looked plastered so drunk and uh like why what is going through his head where he wants to share that he's like hey I'm just going to share a video of me and the guys. Like, what is going through his head when he's, when he's making that decision? Well, we already knew he was a baller on the court. Now we know he's a baller off the court. So, just got to know. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't Recognize say... Recognize that drip! Can't say I'm going to miss him very much. Yeah, no, Paul Pierce was the most fluent speaker or opinionated guy. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I got I to gotta read you out a fun fact here now. Um, shortly after the firing, Paul Pierce got a little offer. Uh, did you guys hear about this? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. This yeah. is wild. So, uh, erotic website Cam Soda, an adult webcam website, wasted little to no time in making its pitch. Uh, Darren Parker, the company's vice president, released the following statement. I saw the news that you have parted ways with ESPN after you posted a video to social media of yourself with exotic dancers. Being that you are now unemployed, I would like to extend you a position at Cam Soda as our first ever NBA analyst. What? <laughs> Amazing. They have oh. NBA analysts over there, apparently. I so. hope he takes that. I just want to be the first ever. Mean. Yeah, I know, right? Just a little bit of extra content while you're uh, doing your thing, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's just Paul. <laughs> watching whatever video that's Paul Pierce reading you out spicy stats of the day oh god oh my god how to lose a boner in a second flat <laughs> how to pierce your boner get it uh you would anyways he said as our NBA analyst you'll be required to stream yourself live on our platform every weeknight and discuss happenings around the NBA uh inside the NBA be damned that is the quote yeah, be damned inside the NBA. You'll be murdered by Cam Soda and Paul Pierce. <laughs> I know I know uh Dave Portnoy too. I saw Dave Portnoy hitting him up on Twitter pretty quick too. Oh really? really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, can't say I'd be surprised if Barstool picked him up either. He did no. say he did make a tweet a uh, tweet that said something like uh bigger things on the horizon, you know, a classic like cliche on fired tweet. Yeah. Uh but that's that and uh a little bit weird gotta say apparently the deal is um the quote here is we'd be willing to extend you an offer of up to 250k yeah 
So, I mean, I don't know what he was making at ESPN, but not a bad paycheck if you pick up that. No. I got to wonder, too, what Paul Pierce's money situation is. I could see him being a guy that wasn't the best with his money. I mean, look at those videos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, that's just smart investing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that means he's good with his money. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> he, just wanted, he, just, he just wanted to show it off how good he is with his money. That's all it was. Uh, all right, moving on to a bit of a, a bit of a different story. We have the uh, the Vancouver Canucks experiencing some uh, pretty extreme circumstances right now. Um, the team issued a statement confirming that 18 players from the main roster, three players from the taxi squad, and four staff members have tested positive for a variant of the virus since March 31st, when the first case was reported. So I think the total is up to 25. Um, and uh, yeah, you have um, you have the Canucks pretty much sidelined until they straighten things out. They're yeah. screwed. <laughs> yeah, they were fighting. They were slipping already, and now they're done. I don't even know if they'll play again. To be honest with you, if this is bad enough. Yeah. See, it has to be a bit of a different situation for the league because I guess they have to work about you know schedule restructuring and stuff like that. I mean, it's probably a bit more manageable now with you know no tickets sold maybe minimal right. tickets sold i'm not sure how the nhl is handling crowds at the moment but uh it yeah it's a it's a weird situation and probably or nothing even close to ha- of it happened before just having a whole team sideline it's a bit weird right well that so the good thing is that the division that because i got the division separated in and it hawk in uh, nhl yeah so it's only the divisions playing each other it's not there's no interdivision play so the Canadian division or the North division, it's called, is only playing Canadian. There's all the Canadian teams are just playing each other. They're not playing anything else. Right. So it's not too bad. And where it's Canada, like, I mean, the States all pretty much got uh, fans back, somewhat uh, capacity of fans back, but the the Canadian teams don't. Uh, yeah. So that's, regards to that, that's not a big deal. But I think it is, and they were dealing with this stuff before early on when the season first started and they rescheduled no problem but now the issue is it's later in the season we're on the back half of the season yeah and it there's not a much more wiggle room you mean you can't delay the start of the playoffs for one single team to and yeah. some other teams to get some games laid out so i just i don't know it's gonna be really tough for the nhl to maneuver and from what i'm hearing and i know me and fred were discussing this earlier i mean i've i've heard some reports saying it's not as bad and i've heard reports saying it's really bad but guys are like i know guys are after getting iv treatments so i mean it's got to be somewhat severe now whether that makes it actually severe is not because i know i mean if you're an athlete with a medical staff you probably have access to iv treatments compared to the normal right. people it's like i mean iv treatments obviously gonna be the best method but like uh fred i think you were saying that uh like people are like guys and their family that they're throwing up and their fevers and they're having trouble breathing and stuff like that i mean they're not gonna. They're not gonna have. They're not gonna be fit to even return to play. No, because there definitely is a recovery process as well. It's not just like okay, it's done, time to get back. You're you're gonna need to like you know not necessarily get yourself back in shape, but you there's gonna be rust there, and and God know God knows when like everyone's gonna be okay, right? So, and you don't know the how the bright go- spot. I'm oh, sorry. I was just gonna say the only bright spot is that they actually played a lot of games early in the so like there were like most of the teams in north division have the same amount of games played already mm. since they even had this amount of time off so i don't know okay. if that's going to help at all or 
hard to say. It's going to be tight, and I don't know, man. Like Some guys might rebound, no problem. I mean, like, there's, there are athletes, but some might find this, like, brutal. I can't remember what he's, – he's still a kid. I mean, he's still a young player. I can't remember if it was a Buffalo guy or a Sabres guy or what. But I remember he went back home to recover. Mm-hmm. And uh, him him saying, like, he really thought there was times he was going to go to sleep and die. Crazy. He just couldn't, couldn't breathe. So – it's all going to affect depend on how and how how hard it's affecting them and like this is a variant this is not the first wave or type of covid one this is like i think the brazilian variant brazilian or something variant. like that yeah i mean it's probably more contagious and if depending on the variant i don't know the symptoms may be more severe um god only knows like here for example the very the uk variant we got the symptoms didn't seem to be near severe but it was that much more contagious yeah. I don't know. I don't I don't know. I haven't read much up on the variant, but maybe it's vice versa there that I mean it's it's like COVID is contagious, but the symptoms are worse. I don't know. So obviously I think obviously this one's more contagious. I mean it's spread to the team like that, but the uh the reports are saying that the uh the symptoms are worse or like okay. yeah, so the like vomiting and that kind of thing. So uh right. that's what that's what I'm reading at the moment. Obviously none of us here are professionals, so uh all we can do right now is just like none of us are Canucks fans, but everyone wishes them the best. Absolutely, um, the Canucks had a league high eighteen players on the COVID protocol list, the second most all season behind only the New Jersey Devils, uh, nineteen in February. Right, um, and they've not played a game since March twenty fourth, and all future games have been suspended indefinitely. It's just wild reading that. It just sounds so. Uh, that's the world we live in. Uh, yep. Just a team being bumped out of the league for a little bit. Anything more to yeah. add to that before we move on, guys? I mean, I'm just gonna say it's this would be a lot worse of a situation if the Canucks were a playoff team battling the holder spot or battling to get in. But I think the Canucks were on the downswing anyways. They're not there, and I think the North pretty much has their teams decided who the the, the playoff teams are going to be. Right. So it's not going to be the end of the world. I mean, team. They're not a they're not a Stanley Cup contender yet. They're a young team that are still in the middle of rebuilding. So mm-hmm. sucks for them and it sucks as a step back. I mean, you don't want teams missing time or players missing time or getting sick, but this could be a lot worse case scenario. Say you got, I don't know, like it happened to the Canadians who are there, for example, Fred, like you would know that would this would be worst case scenario if it happened to the Canadians right now at the moment. Yeah, for sure. Yep. Um so our next story is uh, from the world of cardboard. Um, Tops, one of the uh, <laughs> one of the more famous brands of uh, you know collectibles, sports collectibles. Uh, they announced that they're going public, so they are going to be trading uh, on the stock market. So this news doesn't come to a surprise to most people because tops is one of the biggest uh one of the bigger companies in the world of uh sports collectibles and um they have plans to get into the nfts and also not a big surprise there so any thoughts on this uh big announcement no i feel like the amounts trading cards and just any kind of collectibles has exploded over the past like two years it's like the, the amount of money they're raking in is probably just a crazy amount. And this one, you know, getting the revenue they make from going public, I think they can reinvest and mm. definitely bring out some new and more ambitious products. 
for sure. Yeah. Yeah, they're at a peak right now. I think probably at an all-time high for regards to revenue and productivity and interest and attention. So, I mean, it just makes sense. And to be honest with you, this is the trend of business and marketing now and is stocks and, and like NFTs and all that stuff and everything. And I mean, it is, I think it's just a natural step. I mean, I think you kind of wait, you look at what the product they produce, how it's being treated. It's pretty much being treated like a stock market. Yep. So why not, you know, actually... Trade go your take company. your business into the fucking stock market so yeah it's kind of cool because like you can in, you can buy tops packs and treat that as like a little investment tool mm-hmm. and then also now buy actual mm-hmm. stock in tops exactly so probably weird. not a bad stock to buy but who knows it's really see i i really don't know see the the trading card industry goes up and down quite frequently so right. who knows when that dip is going to happen? It's like, yeah. it's at an all time high right now, all time. Yeah. So I, I can't really see it growing too much from no. this point. Um, but man, yeah, who? When is that going to come? And it's going to be spooky if someone. Uh, I don't know. It's a big deal. Um, apparently, it's valued at one point three billion. The company will combine with a blank check firm named. Mudrick Capital Acquisition. Um, mm. Yeah. Shares of this company popped more than 15% on the news. So, that's that. And do we know, Go ahead. Let's say, do we know uh, a, like a single share of Tops runs for yet? I do not. Or I guess, I, I, guess, I don't know if they're technically not hit the market yet, so we wouldn't know that, would we? Yeah, I'm not sure when they actually hit it, but that uh, that announcement came recently. Apparently, that was uh, uh, being that was in, in talks for quite a bit. Uh, just to add to it, too, um, Top Shot has been talked about uh, a little bit on this podcast. Um, Dapper Labs, uh, the Canadian blockchain firm that developed Top Shot, uh, recently raised more than 300 million from a group that includes basketball legend Michael Jordan and current star Kevin Durant. Um, Dapper, which also developed CryptoKitties, is now valued at $2.6 billion. What? Jesus. That's CryptoKitties. <laughs> Apparently, it's an NFT with just... Cats? Just cats. cats. <laughs> Animated cats, as far as I know, yep. Oh my god, this is a weird fucking time to be alive. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> oh man. When are we getting the CryptoKitties cracked that pack? Right, crypto oh. puppies. <laughs> That's gonna have to be a special edition. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, crypto puppies. <laughs> I got a labradoodle. <laughs> oh, I got a oh, shit man, suit. Damn it! it. That's a video it, of a man. labradoodle running around the field. <laughs> yeah, it's just like the top <laughs> shot, except like this little like child issues that comes out like a oh, ukulele. Yeah. Oh man, I love it. Oh look, it'll be fetching the ball. I think I think we got to corner that market now before Do the else does. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Cut the feed. We're going. Yeah. <laughs> cut the feed. Uh, last episode of, of the Jersey Talk podcast. Thank you for listening. <laughs> it's time for the Jersey Pup podcast. <laughs> All right. That brings us to our latest and greatest uh, segment. That stuff is steamy. Stevie stat. So yeah, the Stevie stat this week uh, kind of uh, kind 
of came a little bit late, so it's nothing, nothing really eye-opening or like uh, exciting. But um, here are the most consecutive games with twenty plus points and a fifty field goal percentage in the shot clock era. Shaq at number one with twenty-five, tied with Shaq, Zion twenty-five, Kyle Malone twenty, Will Chamberlain nineteen. Pretty good, pretty good company to be in. Zion is uh, his field goal percentage right now is uh, something else. He's pretty unstoppable in the paint. So he's a tank, that's why he's living up to those expectations. Uh, doing it somewhat quietly because I think people thought he'd be like dunking on guys and like really flashy dunks, but he's getting work in and uh, he'll be a really good player. He already is yeah. a really good player. Yeah, you don't got to be flashy to be productive. Absolutely. Yeah, Tim Duncan. There you go. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, Kawhi. Yeah. <laughs> now, is that Kawhi's play or personality? <laughs> His face. <laughs> I don't know. If there's a more unenthusiastic man in the history of sports. There was a there was a highlight going around, like I'd say, like a week or or two weeks ago, where. Um, it was either a big dunk or a clutch shot made by one of his teammates. It panned over to the bench. Everyone's going nuts. And then Kawhi's just sitting on he's just sitting on the bench, just like deadpan. I want that top shot moment. That's what I want. Oh, What's the title? Kawhi doesn't give a shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah where it says like layup, steal, whatever. It's just like unenthusiastic. <laughs> That's what I want. I'd pay good money for that. I'd pay top dollar for that. Uh, let's go to the next story, which is the MLB pulling the All-Star game from Georgia amidst controversial voting changes. Have you guys heard anything about this? A little bit, a little bit. Yeah, I haven't heard, like, what specific voting changes they're doing, though, to, like, be I, so concerned. I saw I've, – I've read a little bit up on it, and I, I probably didn't do enough digging because I couldn't find – and enough details to to kind of what the voting change, what the bill change was to to make this uproar kind of uh, happen. Like I just saw some minor, some big change, some minor changes. I didn't seem like what anything that would make a big fuss. So I'm missing something. I just don't know what it is. So um, voting changes signed into law by Republican government Brian Kemp on March 25th. Um, have been heavily criticized. Critics, including the CEOs of Atlanta-based Delta Airlines and Coca-Cola, have condemned the changes as being too restrictive. Uh, it's from Pat Graham of the Associated Press. The restrictions to the ballot box, or uh, they include restrictions to the ballot box, guidelines on mail-in ballots, voter registration, um, and provides state officials with more authority on how elections are to be operated. And from what I'm hearing, it's um, it's restrictive to a lot of um, uh, traditional ways that minorities would go about voting, and that's why oh, okay. uh, that's what people are uh, in an uproar about. So that's gotcha. a weird thing about, about like restricting voting on Sundays or something like that. Like what? Lord's Day, of course. Yeah. And it, apparently right. a lot of uh, there's, you know, African-American churches that do like, you know, voting frenzies and people are seeing this as like targeting that sort of thing. Oh, OK. Um, 
Yeah, apparently it's looking real greasy, which is and it has to be for the MLB to like literally pull yeah, the no, all star out game. of all out of all the major leagues, the MLB. Yeah. <laughs> like Georgia's eye, Georgia's looking a little bit too much for us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, old man central pulling their uh, and let it be known, it's it's the all star game and the draft. So Oh, the draft as well. That's a, lot that. of, that's a lot of rescheduling right there. Do they move that to Colorado as well? That I don't know, but yeah, okay. the uh, the All Star oh. Game is moved to what is it, Coors Field? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, home of the Rockies, <laughs> home of the cold ones, <laughs> <laughs> the silver bullets. <laughs> is that Coors? I think yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. Okay. As, oh, yeah. When the mountains are blue, it's ready to drink. <laughs> it's ready to chew. <laughs> Chew that beer. Uh, but yeah, that's huge. That's massive financial loss for uh, for Atlanta right there. Uh, with the draft being gone, or massive potential money is gone down the hole uh, with the draft and the All-Star game. And I, I would assume that they're, they're selling tickets for that because, you know. Yeah, I think so, yes. I mean, I mean, Ball Arena, which is in Colorado, where the Nuggets and Avalanche play, they got attendance back there now they just started their last week and attendance back so i'd say course field will have attendance as well yeah hey real quick just uh straying away from the big topics for a sec anyone see that uh anything from the texans blue jays game where it was full capacity holy shit i, I saw the crowd it's nuts what the hell like that looks it's <sighs> it's just so so Surreal. weird to see now <laughs> yeah it's the same we're thing. so behind it's the same thing, like, um, we were mentioning it on a podcast, and I was like, oh, this is so awesome, but I feel so dirty watching yeah. this. Like, it's yeah. so awesome hearing the crowd, like, react to these big plays and stuff like that, and just hearing the droning crowd noise and knowing that it's real crowd and not, like, yeah. simulated. It's really, it was, it was awesome, but, uh, It's yeah. cool. But it's, it's like now we're so conditioned, we just see red flags or, yes. like, dan- yeah, danger like warning. People. Yeah. 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 Were they wearing masks or like was it like I didn't yeah, see right one in. mask in sight and I'm not lying I didn't see one that's nuts I saw a few right here <laughs> on the neck saw a few neck warmers yeah neck warmers yeah it's gonna be interesting to see I know like the cases are dropping which is great but yeah they're 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 doing well with their vaccinations uh, yeah. I mean that's one thing and plus I mean I suppose once you get COVID once I suppose you're not you're not too worried about getting it a second time which is probably half the states at this point right mm. yeah really though um yeah, it helps when you hoard all the vaccines <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah uh there was something I saw that said uh, I, I'm thinking it was someone in the Texans organization sorry not Texans the uh, the Rangers I'm sorry if I said Texans before but the Ra- the Rangers organization that said um, uh, the crowd was at least 70% vaccinated and all I'm thinking is like how do you know that like do you yeah. do you have a little card <laughs> I mean, you, think, you think what Americans would go for that it's yeah. oh man it's like a little sticker. It's the I voted sticker. It's like I'm vaccinated. <laughs> they do Absolutely give out. They not. do give you cards, but I don't even think. But I don't think they were asking or no. screening for people to no. come in. With the big uproar over that, uh, what is it? That COVID or the vaccine passports? Right. No. No mm. way an MLB game is going to be asking that. Yeah. Arlington, Texas. Come on <laughs> in. Is that where Hank Hills from? 
Yes, I think. Is it? Is it Arlington? Dang it, Bobby. Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, the the Jays uh, spanked him, so that's pretty cool. And uh, yeah. I, I believe the Jays are still uh, in Dunedin, Florida, as well. So more Canadian Florida teams. Uh, shout out to the Raptors. So let's uh, speak of the Raptors. Let's go to the NBA and uh, let's uh, let's talk about the. Uh, the trades that happen on the trade deadline, nothing too exciting, uh, as well as the the buyout market. So, um, did any of the trades stand out to you, Tyrell? Well, Philadelphia <laughs> trade did because you got absolutely nothing for him. But uh, no, I mean this one was pretty cool. I know like a lot of players. I think it was like. 47 players or something they're saying that was moved but really yeah it didn't seem like it i don't know there's no i don't remember a really big like there's no blockbuster deals anyway at the trade deadline like no. a lot of sellers didn't really sell and a lot of buyers didn't really buy which they probably should have what are you talking oh. about eric gordon was traded <laughs> come on aaron gordon. game aaron gordon aaron, aaron gordon, aaron right, gordon yeah. was supposed to be traded yeah, he was supposed to be. And I guess they couldn't get a deal for him. But yeah, yeah I was... I, um, Orlando. Orlando did a good job. I forgot about them because they, they're so mundane. Mm. But um, Fournier went to Boston. And yeah, like you said, Aaron Gordon went to Denver, which I think is going to be a huge help for Denver. But... Yeah, it's been great. Donks. Actually, he has been playing well for him, actually. He's been... So ever since he's arrived to uh, Denver, they're 6-0. and now, again, it's six games, whatever, yeah. and they're a good team to begin with. But uh, yeah, he's looking good. I, and he's played his I, role. I think it's just like Yogi is so dominant, so good. Having like an all-star caliber Batman in the front court, or not Batman, like a Robin, his Batman in the front court, so like going to be a huge help to him. Yeah, I mean, you would say they got a big three now. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, that is their big three. Yeah, two and a half. Yeah, that's what I was going to (laughs) say. Oh, I got to. And one super cheesy thing that I didn't realize until later. He's wearing number 50. Yeah. And it's it's because he has the most 50s in the dunk contest. Oh, wow. Let it be known this is a guy that has stated he doesn't want to be known as a dunker. It's like, dude. Uh, you're doing shit like that. You're gonna be known as a dunker. <laughs> you're gonna stay known as a dunker if you're whining about losing the dunk contest your whole career. Like, come on, dude. <laughs> and uh, yeah, uh, he's saying like he uses it to motivate him. It's like it's an all-star game. <laughs> I don't want to be known as a dunker, but I got dunks tattooed across my forehead. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> apparently, he also has a rap song about you know. The haters no. and, and and D Wade not giving him a fifty, like the more uh, the fuck the more you talk about it, the more I hate him. D Wade <laughs> and he D-Wade has a, interviewed him actually and asked yeah. him what the fifty was about, and he was like, Ugh. yeah, he's like, uh oh, we should do that. <laughs> yeah, what? And yeah. Uh, that was uh, that was on Thursday, so that would have been the usual TNT crew, but they were they were doing college, so it would have been Chuck that asked him that or something like that. It's funny because Mitch just harped on him. He's wearing a Nuggets hat. Go Nuggets. Hey, I didn't ask for him to go to the Nuggets. Exactly. Hey, no, I mean, he, he, look, he, look, he looks good with the Nuggets. And, I mean, out of NBA player history, 
Oh my god, he scared the crap out of me. He scared the crap out of me. I thought that I thought that was someone making that noise. I was like, are you adding to Mitch's conversation? <laughs> Woo! <laughs> are we talking about Ric Flair? <laughs> oh, that was great. Uh, I don't even know what the hell I was going to say anymore. <laughs> don't, don't. Talk about Aaron Gordon. My heart. I pooped my pants. <laughs> oh, that was fantastic. Uh, I will say though, he's looking good, and he's like he's settling into his role. He when he was in Orlando, it seemed like he really just wanted to be the guy, and like he's he's not capable of that. I don't think, and I think a lot of people know that at this point in his career. And I think he's taking the uh, you know the, the third option, second option role uh, really well. Just him cutting to the basket because Jokic will find you absolutely. He will find you wherever you are on the court as long as you uh, make an effort to get open. Yeah, if he play if he plays his role and accepts his role, he'll succeed. Yeah. It's it's looking good for the Nuggets right now. I got to say, really really liking that team. Uh some other trades that were on uh, on the go were uh Tyrell mentioned that uh well, the Magic traded away their all their everything pretty much. Uh Nick Vucevic has gone to the Bulls for not very much. Uh, Wendell Carter Jr., Otto Porter, and two first-round picks. That's a steal for the Bulls, even though they haven't been like looking too good with Vooch at this point. That's a steal. That's a, I, I thought that one was really weird. Uh, Nick Vucevic was averaging 25 points, 12 rebounds, 4 assists per game while shooting 40.6% from three-point range. Holy crap, dude. So Jokic like. Yeah. And, and Vooch goes so he, – he's – He's so under the radar because he's such a, you know, boring. Who wants to talk about Nick Vucevic? No one. Uh, I like his name. The Vooch. Vucevic. Uh, who was it? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. In the All-Star game, uh, he was, was he in the skills competition? I think he was. Or, yeah, I think he was because Shaq was saying, shoot that bitch. Shoot that bitch. <laughs> and everyone was like, what's he saying? <laughs> shoot that bitch. <laughs> Yeah, shoot yeah, that bitch. Didn't, didn't think that went through. Yeah, I don't even know if Shaq knew what he was saying. I don't think Shaq knows what he's saying half time. <laughs> it's true. Uh, so, yeah, Oladipo went to Miami for uh, a bag of beans. Uh, see, the thing that hurts for Rockets fans, um, Oladipo was a big part of the, the Harden trade once it came down to it. Because... Mm-hmm. Who do we give away Karis LeVert to the... Uh, away, J- I think we lost Jared Allen and Karis LeVert, and we just got Oladipo. Yeah, we got Oladipo. Uh, we banked on him performing well to flip him as an asset, and uh, we got nothing. However, uh, it on the that's how it looked. We got Avery Bradley and Kelly Olenek. Kelly Olenek is balling out right now, but uh, that's probably not indicative of how he'll play all season. We got Canadian on the Rockets now, though, so... There you go. I always liked Kelly Olenek, though. I thought he was a good, like, kind of a grindy kind of player. Yeah, especially coming from Miami right now, right? Because, yeah. like, that's their style. So I, th- I thought he showed a lot of promise. Now, like you said, too, he, I think he's one of those guys that tend to start start hot and then flare yeah. out a little bit. So we'll see. He got 17 rebounds uh, last night. So Guess okay, what? really? Holy yeah, shit. something crazy. It's not his usual again. He's probably no. – it, it's his contract year, I suppose, is it? So it is, know. yeah. So that's, and Avery Bradley, he'll end yeah. up on the Raptors next year. You say he'll end up on the Raptors? Yeah, that'd be pretty sick. I could see that. 
I'm trying to remember. Do the Raptors have any Canadians on there now? Chris Boucher, is he Canadian? I think he might be. I don't know. I really don't. I'm just saying that because his, his last name sounds okay. French Canadian. <laughs> um, I thought he might be from Quebec, but I could be way off. Quebec. Um, Quebec. Quebec. Yep, he is, uh, he is Canadian. Okay, there you go. Because remember, they had Corey Joseph on there for a bit. He was a love Corey Joseph on the Raptors. And they had Anthony Bennett on there for a little bit. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot about that experiment. I'll stay. Uh, oh, again, speaking of the Raptors, they moved uh, Norm, Norma, Norm McDonald. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's who they moved. They moved uh, Norman Powell to Portland. And. Um, People, a lot of people thought that uh, Lowry was going. Or were you guys, uh, as Raptors fans, surprised that Lowry didn't go? Not really. Yes no. and no, I guess. Hmm. I didn't. I didn't think. I, I just. I don't know. I just it didn't seem like they were in a rush to move. Okay. <laughs> I just choked. <laughs> <laughs> I get emotional just thinking about it. <laughs> uh, I, it, just, it didn't seem like they were in a rush to move him out or force him out if he didn't want to go or like he wasn't pushing their hand. Right. So I don't know. I just found it weird. I just found like they just really weren't. Even though he's probably, I doubt he's resigning with the Raptors. He's a free agent, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. I think. Yeah, so I doubt he's resigning. I mean, I don't know. Maybe he will. I don't know. I, I think two he's, years left. I don't. I don't know. Either way, it's it's close. It might be kind of thing too, where if he, if it if if I'm wrong, he's not a free agent, and he still has not a year. It might be a kind of thing that there's probably a trade that comes happens in the summer. Right, more of a summer deal, so maybe that's what they're waiting for. But they, it did the urgency didn't seem like it was there. Like Powell, I, I was, I would have been surprised if uh, he didn't go, but uh, I'm not surprised that Lowry didn't. I gotta say, like, um, besides known for you know making making business decisions, uh, one of the or his probably his biggest one was the DeRozan for Kawhi kind of thing, and uh, he took a lot of flack for that. From you know, not necessarily from fans, some fans, but mostly from DeRozan himself, uh, saying like he got stabbed <laughs> in the back and stuff like that. Which was, I mean, it was pretty cutthroat, right? Because like DeRozan has been part of that franchise, and like uh, he's he's definitely out there with with the greatest Raptors ever. And he was just like, Masai was like, "All right, I'm trading you for a rental," but I mean, got a championship out of it, so it worked. And I mean, let's be honest, DeRozan was not doing anything in the playoffs. He was consistently choke in the playoffs yeah so i mean so i don't care what you do in the off season if you can't show up in the playoffs and you're useless yeah so people, not a superstar yeah. yeah people were thinking like maybe maybe messiah was like he was he was probably testing the market a bit which which lowry was probably cool with but like he didn't want to give him away for like shit all he if he was getting something he wanted a good young player yeah um, and let's be honest i mean that was the only option he had i mean you're Toronto's are still going to struggle and to attract super superstars. Yeah, always to that that franchise. I mean, it's probably the only way you're going to acquire a a like a franchise tag player. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it's that's that's the only option he had, it, and that's probably the only chance someone he would have had. I mean, I don't know what other chances he would have to do that. So it was a once in a once in a lifetime opportunity they had to take. Yeah. Um... So they ended up getting Gary Trent Jr., right? I think. Mm-hmm. Which is a very similar player to uh to Norm McDonald. 
<laughs> to, uh, you, get good, to, you get good jokes. To, <laughs> uh, but he's looking good so far. He's, uh, he's yeah, the trade's good. It's it's like one for one kind of thing. Like he's uh, nothing nothing really bad about it. It's just a little bit uh, a little bit sad for some Rats fans because like he's uh, he's helped out in a lot of those series, especially the playoff run. He's he's had uh, he's had good series. So yeah, sad to see him go, but. Um, not a bad deal by any means. Um, so the buyout market we had, had or it had a lot of people buzzing around the NBA. Um, to a large degree, what I would consider uh, pretty unjustified. So we had Andre Drummond uh, going to the Lakers, and we had Lamarcus Aldridge being picked up by the Nets. So if this were three or four years ago, I'd be like, holy shit. Like, look at this team. And that seems to be the reaction that people are giving it now. They're saying, my God, look at this team. It's getting LaMarcus Aldridge. But once it comes down to it, like, he's not that great at the moment. Like, he's he's not he's not an incredible player, and he hasn't been for the Spurs. So I think, I don't know, I think people are overreacting a little bit. Do you, uh, any of you guys got a take on at least the Aldridge side of things? Um. I think it's like a big deal and not a big deal at the same time. Like, like you said, he's aging and whatnot, mm-hmm. but like Lamarck Aldridge was never like a, a physical, you know, athletic specimen of any sort. Right. Like he yeah. was post Yeah, good. He could shoot. He had good, great footwork and he like get a strong basketball IQ. Mm-hmm. So those three things now paired with the team of Kyrie James and uh, Durant. It's a lot He's of basketball just, IQ. Who are you going to guard now? You're going to leave Marcus Aldridge, you know, open at the three and guard James Harden? Of course you're going to do that. So now he's just going to get open threes all day, every day. He's going to get open mid-range, you know, with bread and butter. Yeah. I think he's going to do really well. I think he scored 22, actually, in, in his last game. For and sure. that was with without James Harden. That was just with Kyrie. Yeah. So Shame yeah. on me for underrating uh, Aldridge. <laughs> I, I think he's gonna get. His, I think they're gonna. He's gonna get his shots, and they're gonna be wide open, and he's gonna hit him because you know he's aging, but he's still like he could still be that guy, you know. And it's funny because people are saying like there's a Steve Nash charm because for those who don't know, this is Steve Nash's debut uh, as a coach, and he's have he has like this incredibly star-studded team, and Blake Blake Griffin goes there, and he's looking rejuvenated. Now apparently Aldridge is going there and putting up twenty two, so uh, yeah, that's on, a scary on eight team. for twelve. Whoo, that's efficient. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, shame on me. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, Lamarcus. That, yeah, that team. That's my pick for the championship. Let it be known right now. Oh uh, yeah, my I mean for the championship. Yeah, it's, it's hard not to pick them. Yeah, no. I, I think. Uh, yeah, I think that should be. Um, it should unless, be an easy win. Not an easy unless, win. It should be a win. Ka- unless uh, Kyrie goes like crazy and just like <laughs> drugs everyone or her, her and her and have it out and like start beating the shit out of each other. That could happen too. And remember that one clip where the, him and KD were talking on uh, some kind of uh, Instagram live or something like that? And, <laughs> and uh, Kyrie's like, yeah, I could get like nine post-ups a game, I think. It's like, and, and KD was like, uh, I don't know, man. It's like, yeah, you're a car. You're not <laughs> I, I, 
I can honestly see KDE one of these days just turn to him and was like, shut the fuck up. Just shut the fuck up. And like <laughs> or, him or something. Or blasting him with a with a Rappaport DM. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Giving him the Rappaport treatment. <laughs> yeah. Just chewing the fuck out. Oh man. That's something we'll probably just touch on a little bit at the end of the pod. But um another buyout guy, Andre Drummond, uh, to the Lakers. Um when this first happened, I thought that would have been more significant because he's still a monster rebounder. Uh, this this keeps the Lakers huge. That team is massive. They're like the literal monsters. Yeah. In space Jam. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like holy crap, man! That team yeah, is. Didn't he go within four minutes? He got himself injured though. He hasn't played yet. Oh really? See, I yeah, missed he's that. Out. Wow. <laughs> I'm not sure he's back now, but yeah, I don't think he's played. Like first game as a Laker, he got injured, and then so now he had Drummond, Anthony Davis, and LeBron all out. So it's like that reminds me of because uh, they picked up Boogie uh, last year, or like a year and a half ago. Yeah. The same thing happened. Like he just yeah. got injured right away. I mean, Lakers, they're, they're man. guys. They've been around the block, man. They're older guys now. Older, bigger guys. Yeah. 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 Scary team. Scary team regardless. Uh, so, to sum it up, it wasn't a uh, it wasn't a really exciting trade deadline. Actually, like, at all. Like, I can't say there was anything that really... I mean, the Oladipo trade made me really mad. Really mad. I was, I was furious that day, to be completely honest. Um, because, like I said, that's what we got for Harden. That's what it came down to. Um, but, yeah, not a very... Not necessarily a very eventful trade deadline. Like- it seemed like a rough seller's market. Yeah, yeah, and and some guys like that people thought were going to get moved didn't get moved. Right. So yeah, um, let's go to our new segment. Is it nasty or is it nice? So this week on Nasty and Nice, we are going to be talking about the MLB, and the MLB is back. Are you guys catching the MLB yet? I did. A little bit. I've been watching some Jays and really digging it. Jays are doing good. But uh, we're talking about logos. They are doing good. Yeah, it's, it's, it's nice, man. I like it. Um, we're talking about logos and kits today. Who wants to start us off with the nasty and nice? Let's start off with a, with, uh, a nasty. Kick it off. You nasty. I, I can, for sure. <laughs> so I'm not, I don't watch a whole lot of MLB. For baseball in general, I like playing it, not so much watching. I don't know. Watch the Jays back uh, when Batista did his old back the bat flip. The 2015. Yeah, yeah, I think that was the last time I actually sat down and watched a baseball game. But incredibly, one logo that always had me kind of like, I don't know about that is the <laughs> Cleveland Indians. Yeah, that's a good one. That's uh, a good one. Chief Chief Wahoo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Was that no, no? That wasn't no, what it was actually called, was it? Yeah. Shame, shame that, on that's us for what... laughing, but we're laughing at how ignorant it is. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that... Is it Chief Wahoo? Like Wahoo? Or no, so let me let me double like, check that. As if like someone's cheering, like Wahoo. Is that? Like, I I, I think that's the <laughs> intended point, but holy wow. shit! Yeah. That's even, that's even worse. Yeah. I didn't realize it was bad enough. I didn't realize it was that bad. Holy crap! Yeah, and it, it reminds me because yeah, we were it's going to talk. Oh yeah, it's just confirmed. 
Oh my god! It, it reminds me because we were uh, on a previous uh, nasty and nice segment. We were talking about one of the one of the winners of our uh, nasty and nice segment was the uh, Chicago Blackhawks, which celebrated native culture and was a beautiful logo. And then you got this, which is the exact opposite. It's just it's like, and the <laughs> fact that it's been around for that long is baffling. It's truly yeah. baffling. It's only 2018. I think it was taken out. But, yeah, they got yeah. the uh, they yeah, got was... just the C now, don't they? Yeah, yeah, they should. Yeah, definitely fix that name too. But anyways. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like the name too. Exactly. Are we gonna? Do you guys want to go around with our nasties first, or do you want to go nasty, nice, nasty, nice? What do you guys think? Just stick with nasties all day. Yeah, <laughs> stick with nasties. I'll go with uh, I'll go with mine. So um, my nasty for the MLB is. The Diamondbacks. I think their logo, their emblem is stupid. <laughs> it is stupid. So yeah, the Arizona Diamondbacks. Uh, take a look at it. And I'm just realizing now, it's one of those uh, Minnesota Wild things that I'm just realizing when I'm looking at it. Under the A, that's a snakehead, isn't it? That's stupid. Let me see. I don't know that either. The Arizona Diamondbacks. Oh, it is too. Yeah, you're right. So a diamondback is a snake, and I'm pretty sure that's a snakehead, but it's still stupid. It's terrible. <laughs> yeah. I always hated it. Like the color, yeah. the colors that they have for the kits are really bad too, and just like the the triangles on the side, like ugh, gross. What's your nasty, Mitch? <laughs> uh, a few options. Uh, I like, <laughs> I like this one. This one, this one made me laugh. So this is the '50s a uh, logo. The '50s Red Sox went with. 50s so it's, Red Sox logo. So it's kind of like a. It's just oh, like a, no. a Red Sox. Oh like, my god! <laughs> you know what's you know what's terrible? that's pretty good. It looks <laughs> it looks like a dick like on the bottom. <laughs> it looks like a condom, like a dick. Yeah. <laughs> that's oh, pretty god. Yeah. That's awful. Oh. It's always those old school logos. Like some of them could look really charming, but then you got dick sock. Dick socks. Dick socks. There's a box of dick socks. <laughs> so, yeah. Fred, what is your nasty? Oh, this one is is, a, is really bad. It's the, the Tigers from 61 to 93. Okay. Are you guys, are you guys familiar with this bad boy? Oh, oh my God. God. It honestly looks like a kid drew it. Like, That's terrifying. Sorry, kids, but that is terrifying. Tearing into our souls. See, usually, like I know Mitch is the same way. Usually, we're all we're down with the circle logos. Yeah, but that one. They is usually bad. look really pretty, but yeah, that one not so much. That's uh, not exactly what I call pretty. The tigers have a bad history, and just to piggyback on Fred choosing the tigers. Yeah, yeah. Here's a here's a logo that they use. I think twenty. 20- 1928 uh, 1929 they use it for one year and you'll see why this is i've seen this one too oh my god oh my god like oh my god it's not even a tiger what is it and it's funny because i think um they're actually up there on uh the the most respected and liked logos with their just the d like yeah the iconic just detroit d um and then they got this they got that garbage does anyone want to go with their nice i can wait, start wait, off wait, wait. Oh, oh yeah go I ahead, wanna sh- 
I'm gonna show one more logo because it cracks me up. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> I got one too. I don't know if anyone said this one yet, but this, this one, one cracks me up too. This one is, I think they used it from 50 to 56. It's a Cubs logo. Okay. Yes. Is it this one, Fred? <laughs> I gotta make sure. Oh, oh no, I never seen. Oh, it's focusing. It's focusing. Oh, oh my no. god. <laughs> These are great. It is like <laughs> just like a shitty, really Looks like shitty Care Bear from Hell. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, my that God. is awful. I I can keep going for days. I can keep going. You. I got this one too. Did Let's you guys? I don't know if you said the Reds yet. Did you? Anyone bring up the Reds? No. no. This one is fantastic. <laughs> oh yeah, I've seen that before. Look at that, that mustache. That's is that still their mascot? I feel like that's still their mascot. Oh, yeah, it is. It, it reminds so me of uh, it reminds me of that video game Cuphead. It's like the same kind of art. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I mean, there's there's some oh. other ones. Like I think I I think I'm pretty sure this is a Cleveland. There's a Cleveland Indians one that looks just like a really a, 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 an Indian with a a headdress that was drawn in uh, Microsoft Paint. Yeah. I mean, there's someone and there's this one. <laughs> there's what there's a White Sox logo where like I mean it's literally just a pair of white socks. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> <laughs> straight yeah, to the point it's great love it. oh my um i'll start off with the nice if you guys want ever yeah. so it. i said this on like a previous pod like i don't want to be like a homer with my picks but i i'm not gonna you know i can't help it with this one the blue jays have the best logo in the league by far it's not it's not a contest to me it's really good like yeah, it's uh, really good it's so slick it's and this goes for everyone every one of their logos except for the the 2004 to 2011 one where it's like um i don't even know how you, how you call it it's the one that looks a lot different than their other ones but so this is like the good ones i'm talking about are like this goes from the, the circle one to the one without the circle to the old school looking blue jay that's more rounded like they're all incredible i think yeah i love them and i love the colors yeah they're great I love the prominent Canadian maple leaf there on there. Like it's it's great. So that is my nice. Let's move That's on. That's great. Let's move it's on a good to. One, uh, I think so. Let's move on to Mitch with the uh, with his nice. Everyone's gonna be um, Blue Jays. I would mine would be like Blue Jays would be one. Uh, I I went with another one just to just because I knew someone else would choose Blue Jays and just get some variety. And but I really like the Seattle Mariners. Uh, oh, yeah. current logo. Yeah. Like this, the like the compass kind of look. With yeah, the, like the baseball in the middle. That's a good one. I really, I, I just like that one. It's kind of simple, but it's nice and sl- uh, slick at the same time. Yeah, really nautical. Yeah, yeah. Nice. that's a good one. I like it. It's a good one. You got one, Fred? Me? All right. So mine. This is without question the best, and it's too bad it's not there anymore. Okay. But without a doubt. The Expos. Oh, oh, yeah. Fuck, good choice. So good good choice. Such a sexy man. I can't say I expected oh, man. that. I would still be a... <laughs> well, I would be an Expos fan, of course, if uh, we were still around. Hey, man, you might have a chance yet. That franchise, I don't think it's dead yet. I think that, along with the Supersonics, I think it's uh, there's a chance that those two guys are coming back. Are they? Are they building... Rebuilding or build? Is it an arena or are they build a baseball field there? I can't remember. In uh, Montreal? Yeah, I thought they were building something or some kind of arena. I just can't remember what it was trying to track stuff. I just remember hearing buzz that the Expos were coming back, so that would that would coincide with it. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, Tyrell, you got a nice? 
Yeah, I don't know if it's really the logo. Logo's kind of boring, but I like the jerseys, I guess. Um, I'm on the orange and black, kind of from like the NHL too, but it's the Orioles. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. It's nothing, nothing special about them. But I just like the color, like palette, I guess. And, no, yeah, the orange yeah. is really nice on those jerseys. Um, yeah, I really like the all orange with the black leather. Yeah, like those really good. Yeah, and they're uh, they got like the panel caps with like the white and their their yeah. uh, emblem. Yeah. yeah, their kit's really nice. I've Gotta agree yeah. with that one as well. Yeah, it's good. I like the angels as well. With just the, the A, A and the Halo, the A and the Halo, yeah. simple. Yeah, there's. A... I also really love this one as well. It's the Pirates from like the '87 to '96 era. Do you remember? Remember this one? I love that logo. <laughs> I, I that, don't remember that. You know what? That would look. You got a scarf. That would look sick on like a, a vintage hat, like a vintage yeah. hat. The yeah. logo that would look sick, like a good hipster hat. Yeah, it would. Hey, have you seen the old? Love it because the Pirates, I think, are one of the oldest. Um, they have these old baseball caps uh, that are like more s- like cylinder-ish on top as opposed to like round. And uh, let me see. I don't even know what you'd call them. Um, they just wear pirate hats. But yeah, they're like flat on the top. <laughs> Why don't they do that? <laughs> wear pirate hats. Well, yeah, wear yes, pirate man. hats. Wear like tricone hats <laughs> and eye patches. <laughs> I'm sure people do. I haven't noticed, but I'm sure they do. Uh, so that brings us out of Nasty or Nice. That was good. Uh, the the MLB is one of those uh, leagues with like really good and really bad logos. Like it goes from one extreme to the other. Yeah, I mean, the older the league, the better I find. Cause it's just like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know if like I don't want to like crap on like this, this, this graphic can't be design. Real. This can't be real. <laughs> Is that the Tigers that still? Real, is it? Yeah, it's still the Tigers. It's the Tigers from the 30s to the 50s. Wow. Apparently, t- Tigers, they didn't know what Tigers looked like back then. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Did, like, did like artistic ability not come around to like the 70s or something? <laughs> like, art, art didn't exist until the 70s. <laughs> oh my God, these are great. Um, one thing I didn't realize, I kind of already thought about until... Tyrell brought it up the Cleveland Indians logo too, old one. But I'm surprised they were allowed to keep the Indians name as well. Yeah, did they, I guess they have kept that, haven't they? Because the Redskins are not the Redskins anymore. Yeah, just Washington Football Club. And the Eskimos are not the Eskimos anymore. Did they get a new name or are they still deciding on that? The Eskimos? They're still deciding. I think, yeah, I think they were just the Edmonton Football Club, weren't they? Or the E's so. or something like that. Oh, the E's or some something, yeah. Yeah, I think they might be the E's, but... Um, the easy E's. <laughs> <laughs> it's simple. I'm so into it, man. They just keep themselves the E's, whatever. Yeah, why not? There's A's. Yeah, the A's, of course. They had the B's and the C's. <laughs> <laughs> the J's. <laughs> the Q's. Uh, here come out the Houston H's. <laughs> just doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, H. Yeah, that's the most awkward one. H is, yeah, so old. Or H. Z, Z or Z. Which one is it? <laughs> the R's. It's, it's Z. That's the pirates. That's the pirates, right? The Pittsburgh R's. All right, so we'll conclude the show with uh, with the pick and roll. So uh, if you guys hear a topic that you want to uh, you want to say a couple words on, just stop me and uh, and we'll roll with it. Hey, bro! Ooh.
Answer the question. Freak out, y'all. So the Blue Jays are uh, marred with uh, injuries, putting a damper on the start of the season. Kirby Yates is due for a second Tommy John surgery. Next up, the Pelicans sign Isaiah Thomas to a 10-day contract. And uh, he actually looked pretty good in his debut. So there's that. Uh, Baylor wins March Madness in a stinker of a championship game. Uh, so there's definitely some uh, some things to draw from that, I think. I think I might take a little stab at that as well. I, I hope Houston gets a top four pick and I hope they get Cade. Not Suggs. <laughs> yeah, so. maybe that's a hot maybe that's a hot take, but I don't know. Baylor looked them made him look uh, a little silly there that last game. Yeah, Baylor had some uh, some good performances by uh, several several other players. So same for how uh, Jared Butler looked really good and uh, Davian Mitchell. He he looked really vicious. He looked really like like driving to the hoop and like uh, a lot of confidence to that guy. I was uh, I was a fan of what I saw. I'm not sure because like I'm not well versed in college basketball, so I don't know where he would uh, he would go in a draft. But uh, he's very entertaining, that's for sure. And Jalen Suggs was not. Not in that yeah, anyways. like he hits big shots, which is great. But he just like even at the college level, he looks small. Like I don't yeah. know his exact height or anything, but I just I don't know. <sighs> to me, like I got flashbacks of uh, what was his name? He was averaging like thirty a game um, for that like Christian academy. Oh yeah, oh, I can't I can't remember his name now. But he was like only like six feet, maybe right, point right. guard, same kind of deal. And uh, he's playing in China right now. Yeah, it's Jimmer, true. Jimmer, Jimmer for that, Jimmer for that. Yeah, yeah, huge college star, and just, just I don't know what happened. Just too small for the NBA, or too slow. I don't, don't know what. He's doing good in whatever league he's in too. I think. Um, yeah, I think he's playing in China now. But who is he on? The Knicks or the Pelicans or something? Nah, yeah, I can't recall. But yeah, I do remember him. Uh, use him in two K. Good shooter in two K. But yeah, that's about as far as his career took him, I guess. He was yeah. huge in college. He was he was huge in college, big celebrity. Yeah, and that's my worry about you know Gonzaga. You know, thirty-two and zero. There's a lot of hype behind him, but I just right. don't know how well his game will translate. And I, as a Rockets fan, I just want a wingman who can who can slash and a big body like Cade six eight. Yeah, for sure. You know, so definitely yeah. his NBA body. Anything else to add on the? Uh, NCAA championship before we move on. I liked how uh, Baylor, like, there was all this hype and they just shut it down. Yeah. Like, <laughs> there was, they had no butterflies at all. They just no. came out like, we're just going to play our game. We're going to trap you in our uh, yeah. zone defense. Like, you couldn't do anything. From start to finish, oh, it was like Gonzaga looked terrible. From minute one, it was like Baylor's like, we're going to take this. Well, they, they started with 11 0 run, didn't they? It was 11? Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah. They smothered them. They literally yeah. just smothered them and like couldn't let them allow to do anything. They couldn't miss from beyond the arc it's, in the first. It was it was not entertaining basketball, but it was effective basketball. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and and there was there was a huge lead early. Like I, I watched the highlights, and uh, yeah, I mean guys from Baylor looked great, but it's it's just so funny because all you heard from Gonzaga the whole season was like, oh, un, unstoppable monster of a team and you heard Suggs' name thrown around left right and center so uh yeah it's definitely a bit of a lackluster performance for a it, zaga fans out there 
it, it's just crazy how like the narrative changes like my own narrative changes yeah. from game to game in the ncaa like <laughs> when suggs hit that game winner i was like oh yeah, I could yeah, do yeah. but now i'm like uh, i don't know i actually don't truly don't know anything see it's so hard to tell right because it's such a different game uh from the nba to college so who really knows? That's why I love it. That's why I love mm. uh, Marsh Madness. You can see the appeal, though, eh? Like, oh, absolutely, yeah. oh, absolutely. The hustle is there. Like, the hustle. That's the exciting thing. People like play their hearts out, which is awesome. And the crowd missing. I'm telling you, man. There's nothing better than a college crowd, man. Like, oh, oh yeah. man, we got the drums and the horns mm. and everything. Yes, it's so good, it's so good. I'm telling you, once it happens, though, you'll feel dirty watching it. <laughs> I know. I'm like, ew. <laughs> Oh, like imagine when masks are no longer mandatory. I'm just, like, am I still gonna wear one? Yeah, yes. I don't know. Of course. yeah, right? like, of course. I'll feel naked. Yeah, um, absolutely. I, I I like it at work now too because I can just like make faces when someone tells me something fucked up. I saw, I saw <laughs> some like, video. I saw some video that like basically said that like um, people, you're not gonna realize until uh, after masks are gone. Like. You probably make more faces now when you're like concentrating. And yeah, like, like half uh, my faces at work are like <laughs> just mouth gaping. Someone's like telling me a story. I'm uh, I'm bad for like like kind of like you know smiling at people and stuff like that and trying to seem like you know like you know joking around or pleasant. Then I realize I'm, I'm wearing a mask. So I'm like, okay, that <laughs> they can't that catch your sarcasm. Come, yeah, that didn't convey it at all. I just feel like a dick now. <laughs> <laughs> Makes it better. <laughs> so another thing that mentioned here on the pick and roll topic, Steve Kerr reveals that he enjoyed coaching the 2020 uh, 15 and 50 Warriors more than the 2019 Warriors because of the drama slash agenda filled locker room. So the the drama agenda filled locker room was KD's last year. So enjoying coaching a 15 and 50 team, but more than that, how is that enjoyable? How is that enjoyable? I'd say I'd say Ugh. the team I say the team's more closer and personal than they ever have been. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, you got you got the true warriors there now. I mean, KD is not I wouldn't say uh, you don't KD's not a true warrior. He was there to no. win a championship and then he was done and gone. I mean, <sighs> with with true with big superstars comes superstar agendas and yeah. with superstar agendas comes drama. Yeah. And I mean, especially when you got like eight a really emotional franchise guy in Draymond Green. Uh, I mean, it was bound. It was bound to happen with like a really sensitive dude like Kevin Durant. Like, it, like perhaps it's like a bit hard, to, but like he is. He's sensitive as hell. And Kevin Durant has entered the chat. He's gonna. <laughs> yeah, you. I think our first tweet him. is gonna come from Kevin Durant's burner account. <laughs> I, yeah, like I think. <laughs> awesome. I think we've seen from Kevin Durant's DMs too. He's uh, he's a bit of a heated, dramatic guy. So I mean. God only knows what he got on with in the, in the locker room when there's like no one around or like it's just the teams and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, which brings us to the very last uh, pick and roll topic: um, KD and Rappaport. So yeah, those <laughs> DMs got released. Uh, this is after Rappaport lost his defamation suit with Barstool Sports. Um, anything to add to this? I I'll just say quickly like. There were some definitely some words that shouldn't have been used, some phrases that shouldn't have been used. But I find it so funny how Rappaport portrays himself as like this tough, this tough uh, New England dude who's like, because he did the the big three Ice Cube's big three basketball league. He's like, yeah, I'm with all these tough guys, and then he does this, like he's like he's he's hurting me. 
He's sending me DMs hurting my feelings. Like it's it's really a bad look. Is, is he... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead, Tyler, buddy. Uh, I don't like. I know I've seen some of like what he stars in like TV shows wise, but like, is he playing like a character? When he goes, it seems like he's playing a character when it, he that like, goes on the interviews for like these NBA or like big three type things. Like when I see it, yeah, it it, it looks like like he's just trying to make weird joke i don't know it, it seems unnatural yeah that's what it seems like but that's what he is that's that's him he's he's an arsehole i think he's yeah i and i think he's a got a he's a weird personality ego kind of guy because he got fired from barstool and no, he's working for barstool i didn't know that. yeah and i don't understand that either i still don't understand the history there because i thought he was a fairly successful actor in that so i don't know why he's working for barstool mm. but he was working with barstool and then portnoy fired him and then they made the T-shirt about him, like wearing a clown face and a herpy on on his face, because there was <laughs> apparently he was going around with like, this big old herpy cluster on his face. So they knew <laughs> they knew he was going to clap back and start saying shit. And sure enough, when, once he was fired for whatever reason, um, he started like posting like memes of like Dave Portnoy like being like kind of like I think raped by a pig or some stuff like that, and all these and all these like in common pussy and all this stuff and everything. Yeah. So they fired that shirt. So that's where the 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 the, the defense def, I don't know like the the the, the course come, yeah, yeah. The, that's where though that that came from why that those came out those tapes came out right. there the other day of them uh, disproving that and I think he's 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 personally said stuff in, like in the public and in blogs stuff with like that about KD yeah so there's a history there and KD or doesn't like him I think cause I think those two, a lot of those DMs are over a, cum- a cumulative of time. Yeah, so I've seen a few. He's he's DM'd him a few times, and I think he just finally just let it go. One thing I find funny is he just starts it like uh, like uh, I think the news came out that Rappaport lost his his suit, and it just in comes a DM from KD with something along the lines of like like you lost pussy. <laughs> like that. And the funny thing is, it's not like a tweet. It's not for public attention. It's just a direct message. Like, like yeah. that's what I find so funny about it. Like just yeah, that wasn't being an at like just poking. Yeah, that was that wasn't like at like a Twitter when he was like a, t- a tweet where he added Rappaport. That was him like DMing yeah. just to fuck get at him. Yeah, so I just find it so funny. funny how it's just in the DMs as opposed to like because he was he was looking for no kind of praise or like no rallying the troops kind of thing. It was just like one v one me in the DMs. <laughs> <laughs> then he wanted to like meet up, like fight him and everything too. <laughs> Magic KD fighting Rappaport. <laughs> oh my, that'd be a weird but, looking fight. Yeah, I, but I'm saying, saying though, I don't know. Like, it's kind of weird. I, Rappaport doesn't have a great history or uh, reputation because, like, I'm looking at a lot of the mentions and tweets and stuff like that, and there's like no, no, not even any like left leftist, like far left people like coming to his aid or backing him up it's just everyone's like yeah it's Rappaport he's a douchebag yeah he it doesn't seem like he has very many fans to be honest right now oh, which is kind of weird yeah. I mean I thought I really thought he was just like a yo like I know his face I never knew his name I was like oh that's Michael Rappaport I've seen him in this random role and this <laughs> random role and stuff like that I think he thinks and a lot of people probably thought that like New Yorkers and Boston people liked him a lot but apparently not apparently not at all <laughs> no <laughs> Yeah. They should just settle it with a one-on-one full contact basketball game. That'd be awesome. <laughs> That's the worst that can happen. Yeah. Be fucking entertaining. Katie bodying him. 
Yeah, he, <laughs> KD's not that massive. Well, he's tall as hell, but I mean, like, he doesn't have that much weight on him. Maybe I guess maybe he wouldn't he, be that much that intimidated. I don't know. Who knows? I don't know. I, just, I know Rappaport gets a rep too for he like he tries he like waves flags for certain causes, but mm-hmm. a lot of people just see it as for attention and very fake. Right. He just tries to stay re- relevant. That's funny. That's his thing. But he yeah. ends up getting a bad Rappaport. Uh, how long were you holding stop the video we're done well that does it for this week's pod uh really appreciate everyone tuning in subscribe on youtube tweet at us at jersey tuck we got to get that first tweet so tweet at us if you're out there listening uh follow us on spotify and uh any closing words boys I said abs. Fred said has. <laughs> abs, haves, and we're done. No, we're <laughs> <laughs> shut it down. All right. See you next week, guys. Bye bye. Peace.